Welcome to the Business Finishing School Podcast. Stop the insanity. Eliminate the chaos. Bring simplicity, probability, and leverage as operating values into your business and personal life so you can do more, earn more, and improve your relationships. This is Business Growth Simplified. Here's your host, Business Finishing School founder, Rick Sapio. All right, everyone, this is Rick Sapio, and I am so happy to be interviewing Dr. Jeff Danielson. Jeff has been a member of the Business Finishing School program almost since day one, uh, which was 10 years ago. So you didn't come in right at the beginning, but hard to believe that it's been a decade. <laughs> so Jeff's a serial entrepreneur, and he owns 19 limited liability companies, and he did something that... Uh, some entrepreneurs venture into once they get a lot of confidence. He owns four restaurants right now. So uh, in his free time, which I don't know how much free time you have, but I love reading this on your resume, Jeff. Uh, uh, in his free time, he plays softball, golf, volleyball, and goes to Twins games. He's up in Minnesota. Jeff, did I leave anything out? Oh, goodness. I, there's a whole book probably of, of stuff you left out, but that's okay. I just, I'm, I'm excited to talk about stuff. And, you know, you mentioned the restaurants. I've, I've always heard from people, if you, if you want to lose money fast, you either buy restaurants or start a winery. And uh, <laughs> so I, have, I don't own a winery yet, but uh, maybe someday. Um, but, but honestly, how is it going with the restaurants? You know, I've been so blessed. Um, it is going fantastic. Not that uh, they haven't had... Uh, challenging times because there are, are times when uh, in the restaurant industry you're you're very challenged but what I've learned is that it's the same in restaurants as it is in clinics so the same in in all the other industries that I'm involved with it's all about the people once you get the people correct and the, and the people in the right spots and the people with the right spirit and the right heart man stuff starts falling together really well and so but that's also the hardest part is finding the right people it's absolutely one of the things we focus on so much in BFS. For the listener's benefit, what are, uh, at a high level and briefly, the different industries you're, you're involved in? Um, you know, initially, I'm a chiropractor. Um, so I'm a chiropractor at heart, and then I became a trainer of chiropractors. So I'm a, I'm a coach, and I'm an, an investor in chiropractors. And that sounds kind of weird, but uh, what I decided to do was invest in a business that I know. And, um, and so uh, that started right around 2005, 2006, somewhere in there, where all of a sudden everything was kind of crashing. And so all these investments were kind of crashing. And I know you've spoken to that from the stage. But um, so what I decided to do at that point is not trust, you know, I, I still dabble in different things, you know, investment wise, but what I decided to do is trust what I have control over, and that is the industry I know so well. And so I started investing in chiropractors. But before you invest in chiropractors, you have to train them. And so uh, I've got a program that trains and then invests in buying clinics. So I buy and sell chiropractic clinics. I've bought and sold about a dozen of them at this point. Um, so that was kind of my first foray. And, and then I, I, I went into the hospitality industry and started with uh, you know one restaurant. Uh, I currently have four. And I also own a hospitality management group. And so we manage restaurants. And so we've got uh, seven or eight different restaurants that we manage as well. And there again, it's just all about the people. And, and then my 
my most recent investment is in the industry of home care and hospice care. And that sounds weird, but I spent a, a lar large part of my career working on improving people's lives um, and the quality of life so that they can have a better life. And so, you know, people getting people out of pain and getting them to function better so that they can enjoy their life better with that, that look forward to the future, you know, how are you going to take care of somebody so that they stay healthy? And now I'm in the industry where I'm focused on quality of life for the last 90 days of somebody's life in the hospice. It. So what, what is the purpose that unites all of these 19 ventures? People paying it forward. Okay, it is, paying it is forward. always about paying it forward. I love it. So what module uh, has had the biggest impact on your business or what aspect of BFS has, has had the biggest impact? Oh boy. Um, there's, there's a number of things, but you know, I, when anybody asks me that question and, and I've got uh, seven chiropractors in one of my clinics right now that train with me. And when they ask me a question like that, I, I usually pull out the values uh, driven decision-making. I mean, that, if you don't have your values figured out, then, I mean, you're just, everything follows from that. Everything kind of hinges off having a firm grip on what your purpose is and what your core values are. And I know we've done that at a number of the different summits where we're really making sure that we do that well and defining, you know, what your core values are. Um, so that's probably my favorite. But uh, one of the things that's helped me the most, and this might be a little surprising to you. I don't know. But um, a number of years ago, I don't know if it was Patrick or you. Uh, now, I, now that I think about it, I think it was you that taught Patrick about the holding company piece. Yep. And yep. I, I want to tell you that right now, today, actually, I'm supposed to get an update from uh, one of my attorneys that is handling some things for me. And my taxes, my tax burden has gone down by over $250,000 per year just because of that. So anybody that might be listening to this podcast that says, well, I'm not sure if it's a good value anymore to be a part of business finishing school and being a part of this family, I am telling you that that one moment and that one uh, session that you guys did, I think it was you on the stage explaining it. And man, I, you probably saw a lot of glassy eyed looks from, uh, from the people that were out in the audience, because I was like, that's amazing. I don't know how that works, but I got to figure it out all these years later now, Rex, seriously, that was probably, I don't know, eight years ago that you did that, um, that, uh, session eight years later now, just in one year, I saved $250,000 in tax, tax burden. That's money that's not going out of my pocket. Awesome. Well, listen, you've got to log into your membership, go to module six in year one, because there's uh, an entire module with four videos, plus a long form video, plus homework, plus um, all of the exercises to move you from a solo entrepreneur, a small entrepreneur to a holding company structure. And I actually logged in as you were talking, just so I can read a little bit about uh, that module, but it's called Business Entity Structure to Leverage Long-Term Wealth. It's, module, it's a module in year one of the four years of business finishing school. So thank you for bringing that up. And I'm glad it, it works. So the 229 a month uh, 
that was worth 250,000 in this case. I love it. And that's right. annually. Yeah. What's, what's my return on investment? I mean, I, I, I'm, it's ridiculous, you know, and you know, in my businesses and all the different things I do, I feel like I'm always battling value because I want people to be happy. I want our general managers at restaurants to be happy. I want my partners in, in different entities to be happy. I want my doctors to be happy. Every staff member, I want them so fulfilled. And sometimes that's one of my uh, faults is that I care too much. Um, and so it, it becomes a burden on me. Um, and in, in wanting to, to build value in a, in, a, in a business. And I know you probably deal with this too. You're always looking to add value to business finishing school. And I, I'm just telling you, and I want you to hear this from my lips to your ears, that the value, you don't have to add another thing for the rest of my life. And I've gotten the value. The return on investment has been tremendous. But I keep returning because... I keep receiving value. And so I wouldn't be going, you know, if I wasn't receiving value, but you know, my focus is always when I show up, I'm showing up for other people. I want to pass on value. And I think that's great about what you've created there um, because people come with that same mindset to help other people. Yeah. I think uh, you share this value that I have. One of my values on my list of values is I like adding value to every situation. It's just something I like. Yesterday, just yesterday, um, I hadn't talked to this friend of mine. He used to be a, a good friend of mine. He's extremely successful. He lives in Europe now. I sent him an email uh, to pick his brain on something. And I said, I want to pick a, uh, your brain on something. Uh, and if, I'm, if my thinking is correct, you'll make millions of dollars off of an idea that I have. And he sent me an email back. And his, by the way, his value set is not to add value. It's not how he works. His value set is to take. And his email was very, so like, oh, Rick, I'm so happy to hear from you. Uh, we had a lot of good times together. I'd love to get together with you, but the way I work is I have to spend the full day with you and my fee is $75,000. So if you wire me the 75,000, I'll agree to talk to you. And I responded, I'm so glad that you haven't changed. Uh, but the way I work is I add value first. So I've got an opportunity to add value to your life. If you want to get on the phone for 30 minutes and, and understand how I can add value, great. So I love that you have that as a value as well. I hope my story made sense. Did it translate? No, it did. I, I, it fully resonates. And, okay. you know, I, I, just so you know, um, I have always recognized that from, you know, being in the audience. I've always recognized that about you. Um, you're always willing to give first. And in return, and there needs to be an exchange. I mean, I always ask for an exchange, a commitment. I'm willing to give and give and give and give first, but ultimately there needs to be a commitment coming from the other side. It needs to be fair. You know, there's, there's always an exchange. If, if there isn't an exchange of fair value, then it's, it's a losing proposition. Then, then people shouldn't, shouldn't be connected or shouldn't be doing business. Amen. So before I ask you how BFS has affected your personal life, I want to give a commercial break here. We have an upcoming uh, Business Finishing School Growth Summit. It's March 6th to 8th. It's in Dallas, again, at the same Marriott Convention Hotel. It's called the Marriott Quorum. You can go to www.bfssummit.com. And Morgan, do we want to give a code right now? If they put in a special code. Yeah, you could save 200 in all caps for $200 off both the general admission and the VIP ticket level. Awesome. So I will be having dinner with a small group of VIPs on Friday night, March 6th. 
uh, Morgan said to put in the promo code, all in capital letters, SAVE, S-A-V-E, 200. No uh, spaces there. Uh, Jeff, one of the reasons we're on this podcast is he will be speaking. So if you're in Jeff's tribe, come and see him, come and see me. Uh, come and, you know, it's, it's interesting. The people that are in this program, we used to poll. We don't do it anymore. But the people that do the modules have had a- average annual growth rate of 60%. If they're doing the module, that's top line revenue. So um, it's worth it for two twenty nine a month, I think. Yeah, you know, uh, if I can jump in on that plug yeah. that you did for uh, the VIP portion, you know, some people might be deciding, well, is that going to be worth it or not? Let me tell you something. Um, I can't remember the name of the place that we used to meet uh, for the summit. Yeah, that, that was kind of like a bomb shelter. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were at that place, and I remember my name got drawn out of a hat to be able to have dinner with uh, you and uh, Patrick at the time. And I prepared some questions that I wanted to ask during the dinner. Cause I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lose this opportunity to, to get a nugget. And I still now teach the other entrepreneurs that I coach. I still teach the nugget that I received at, at that dinner. And this one came from Patrick and I said, you know, I'm struggling to let go of taking care of all my patients and doing all the things that I'm doing. And he looked at me and he goes, Jeff, do you think, do you have associates? And I said, yeah, I've got four associates. He goes, do your associates, do you train your associates? And I said, of course I do. He said, well, are they 80% as, as good as you at doing what you do? And I said, yeah, yeah, they're 80% as, as good as me because I've trained them that way. He said, then what the hell are you doing still doing everything? Allow them to do it. And at that moment, I realized I didn't need to be the Superman that you guys talk about. Don't stop being Superman thinking you need to do it all and just allow the people that you've trained to do it. Because guess what? If they're 80% as good, you know, people don't, People aren't going to care. They're not going to leave because they're getting 80% as good an adjustment. And not only that, um, they're going to get better. They're going to continue to get better and better and better and be closer to 100%. So that moment right there, that was worth it to have lunch with you and Rick or you and uh, Patrick at that time. So I just want you to know if anybody is like wondering if it's worth it or not, come with a few questions and your life might change because literally it did change for me. Awesome. Thank you for that, Jeff. And I remember that, that, that lunch so long ago. I think it was about eight years ago. Yeah. Um, all right. So your personal life, what, what about BFS has had the biggest impact on your personal life? Um, you know, I think the mindset for me and my wife has been different since I've been coming to uh, business finishing school. And since I've started the program, um, the mindset is, is more a CEO mindset and of training people and empowering people. And um, my wife and I are much more selective of the things that we do and the things that we spend time on to make sure that they are the most, it's the most effective use of our time. Um, and I can't remember which boot camp I've been to, you know, whatever, 16 of them. So uh, I remember at one point somebody talked about wine at nine. Uh, do you remember that, Rick? Uh, yeah, I, it was in our, it was part of our weekly forum. Uh, Patrick and I, uh, wine at five or wine at nine, where yeah, every day. I, with, I, with, yeah. I took it seriously um, to do wine at nine. And so 
I've been having wine at nine now for probably seven, eight, nine years. I don't know, a long time. And it doesn't always include wine. Um, but what it is, is it's that time that's just for my wife and I to connect. I heard, though, you got it backwards. Uh, your employees were complaining because you thought it was 9 a.m. So you've been drunk. <laughs> You've been drunk right. all day. <laughs> I come I come to work really weird. It's I don't know, I can't explain it. It's PM, Jeff. It's right. PM. <laughs> um, let me ask you this question. How would you describe what it's like to go to a summit? You've been to 16 of them. Oh my goodness. I um I come to take time to invest in myself. Um, and I I don't necessarily come with tons of expectations. I, but I come with the intention to just absorb and to give. And I sometimes uh, there's a speaker and, you know, there's going to be little nuggets with every speaker that I grab onto. But there might be a speaker that maybe I don't resonate with and I just get like maybe one or two nuggets. But the things that they're saying and the things that they're talking about inspire me. And somehow I start writing and I've got a notebook and I might have two pages full of thoughts that came through my head that were positive that, to help me, but they didn't come out of the mouth of the person doing the speaking. So, but I was in the right place to invest in myself and allow uh, things to just happen. So if, if you're a business owner and you just want a place where the entrepreneurial spirit is just moving in the room and then what always happens always happens is you meet somebody new and different every single time that has an impact on your life. And so I've, I've made so many good friends. So let me ask this question. You've been to a thousand events, I'm sure in your life. Uh, what makes this event different than the others that you've been to? Oh, the variety of entrepreneurs and the variety of different levels of expertise. Um, I'm, I mean, there will be people at the summit that are just getting started in business. And I'm a little jealous of those people because they're doing something right from the beginning. Mm. But there will also be people that are there for the first time and they are millionaires and they are geniuses at what they do, but they are interested in being a part of something like this. So, I mean, the, the scale and the, and, the, and the number of people in different industries and uh, I, I will put this, I'll plant this little seed that I'm going to tell a story from the stage about somebody that I met at one of the summits that I never thought I would like. In fact, I was disgusted. And that changed to this person being someone that I love so dearly. It's almost hard for me to talk uh, right now about it. And I'm going to tell that story from the stage and uh, there's going to, there's going to be a few um, gasps and I, I think there's going to be very few dry eyes when I tell this story. All right, listen, this, this has been great. Any final words that you want to share with the audience? This uh, podcast will be heard by people that know you and know us and uh, any, anything else you'd like to share? Oh my goodness. Um, if, if somebody's thinking, oh, do I, you know, should I invest in this? Should I, should I go? This is, it's the biggest no-brainer. It's the biggest no-brainer to take the time and just go. It's a, it's a weekend. You know, invest in yourself. One of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make is they don't invest in themselves. They don't 
Um, they don't keep going to different seminars. Uh, they don't go to conferences. I mean, I put on conferences. That's part of what I do. I, I train through conferences and, and speak at, at events all over the country. But I go myself and you'll see me sitting there taking notes and learning because I need to uh, pour into me and I need to uh, do things that are good for me. So, you know, if, if anybody's uh, concerned about the cost, et cetera, it's the, it's the easiest decision I make um, every single year. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Jeff. Thank you for inspiring all of us. You know, I, I love the quote, uh, if you want to inspire others, lead an inspiring life. And you are an example of that. So thank you so much for being oh. part of this program. Yeah, you're welcome. And it's, it's always my pleasure, Rick. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Finishing School podcast, where we teach you business growth simplified. For more information on Business Finishing School or their Business Growth Summit event, visit businessfinishingschool.com.